Hello again and welcome to On The Spot. I'm Michael Walker, your host, and I am excited to be with you once again. I have Dana Pierce with me. What an awesome time we're about to have talking about transformation of the body, talking about what it takes to train and all of that great stuff. We're just so excited to keep bringing you these awesome guests, and I am certain you're going to enjoy this conversation as we talk about what it takes to transform your body and live a little healthier. Dana, how, how are you doing? I'm good. Doing very well. It's glad <laughs> the to have sun you. sun so is shining. God is good. <laughs> That's it. Sun shining. God is good. We're so glad to have you uh, on, on the spot with us and to share your, your wisdom, your expertise, as I have so many folks in the listening audience who are concerned with body transformation and trying to just live healthier as it pertains to eating, maybe training. I have a few who still think they're forever athletes and want to figure out how to do a little bit more with their bodies. And I thought, well, let's see if we can get Dana to come on the spot and tell us a little bit about training and bodybuilding and all that kind of good stuff. So let me start with this because the audience really wants to hear from you. So let me see if I can get us started. How did you get your start in training and bodybuilding? Where did it begin for you? So, you know, for me, I had always kind of been athletic. Um, I grew up in sports. I'd always played sports since I was about probably four or five years old. And so I'd always kind of been athletic, but what seems to happen is, you know, you get out of school, you get out of college, and then you get married, you have some children, and then you don't have a lot of free time <laughs> anymore. And so I actually had put on quite a bit of weight, almost 100 pounds. And I was not happy with the way I felt was the first thing is, I didn't really feel good. I was always getting out of breath. I was always a I felt like I was more sensitive to the heat, you know, even though I'm a native and I grew up in the, you know, I feels like desert heat here, you know, it's just so hot um, and humid and whatever. It's just, you know, so, but with the weight and everything, I just, I didn't feel confident anymore. I felt lethargic. I felt ran down and I couldn't keep up with my kids as well as I should have felt like I should have been able to, um, you know, in my, in my early, late twenties, early thirties. So, um, so I just kind of started working out to lose the weight. And of course, naturally I probably did just like everybody else normally does when they don't really know what they're doing, but they want to lose weight. They, I just, you know, said, okay, I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to make this happen. And so I just, you know, started working out. I tried to lose the weight on my own. I didn't know what I was doing, even though I'd been an athlete, um, and, and had lifted weights and such in high school, there was so much time that, you know, I just wasn't sure how to actually do a weight loss plan. You know, it's one thing when you're a kid and you're growing up and you're athletic and you've never been overweight, <laughs> but when you do become overweight, um, it's a different type of lifestyle altogether that you've really got to take on in a commitment. Um, if you really want to lose the weight and, and, and change your life for the better. And so that's really where I, that's how I really got started. I, I, you know, I tried this, I tried that. I even tried, um, some aerobic classes and, and some, you know, jazzercise and I probably, you name it, I probably tried it. I probably, um, spin class and I lost the weight. 
Um, but what ended up happening, I still found that what I felt like was I like almost like someone had just deflated a balloon and I was just kind of like hanging there and I didn't really want to, <laughs> I still didn't feel, you know, I felt like I was older than my time. I felt like I was like, Oh, what has happened to me? You know? And I was like, there's gotta be something else out there that's allowing these people to make the transformations that, you know, especially as a woman, you know, we have to get compared to magazines and Barbie dolls and all these things from at a very early age. So you have, you know, I was like, how are these women doing this on these fitness magazines? And there's gotta be something else, you know, that they're doing. So I just kind of started researching and I ended up coming across um, a couple of friends that one of them had done a bodybuilding show in the bikini division. And she said, you should really do it. You should go for it. And I said, like, I don't even know anything about it. And it sounded really risque because you're in a <laughs> swimsuit and, you know, in the bikini division, you do have to show your glutes. And so you're basically out there with your buttons out. And so I was kind of nervous and like, oh, I'm not so sure, but maybe I could just train like one and get the results and maybe not do the whole bodybuilding portion sure, experience. Sure. So I just, you know, was referred to a coach and thank goodness I landed with someone that was fully educated, had been a bodybuilder himself for over 20 plus years. He, his dad did dabbled in bodybuilding, was super athletic. Um, he was, uh, played triple a baseball. So he's always super athletic from a young age and, and continued into the bodybuilding world. Um, so I got really lucky in that aspect because I think there's so much that the internet kind of dilutes um, when you're wanting to really find someone that can really help you sometimes. So um, I got really lucky and I, you know, I think that's the best way is probably really ask around, um, you know, for who you, you know, what your goal is and then really do your research is probably the best way. I would say is first do your research on what it is that you're wanting to accomplish and um, talk to people, reach out, look, research people's backgrounds, you know, don't just go on the fly just because someone says, you know, Hey, I'm a, I'm a trainer and I can do this for you. Make sure to look into what their background and their training is, is what I would recommend to anyone. So I just, I kind of found, I got in the right spot and um, went from there. I started training like a bodybuilder I told my coach at the time I said you know hey I I'm Dana Pierce I'm you know I may be interested in doing a bodybuilding bikini show or transformation and you know he <laughs> he looked me up and down and he shook his head back and forth and he was like I don't know we'll have to see what we can do with you <laughs> <laughs> and so the work the work began and um I've been on the you know and then I, it was that that was the end of the story I was hooked after that but, um, and so that's how really I got started. It just really was a personal goal for me to kind of change my life for the better. And then ended up progressing on really enjoying, you know, enjoying fitness and liking the fact that I had lost the weight. And when you start to reach a goal, I think anyone gets really excited. So they want, they want more of that. And so, um, 
you know what, I'm, I'm kind of a driven individual. So I, I really want to push myself to another level. Um, and, but that's really, I just kind of found my way really kind of into it and was just really lucky to, to get with a, a really good coach straight from the beginning. That so. is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I find it fascinating that you did mention that current weight plays a role in your strategy of yes. what you're going to do. Because I know there are a lot of thoughts around, you know, maybe my body type is A or B or what have you, but to hear you speak on just how important it is to really take a moment and, and pause and, and sort of take an inventory of what your current weight is in yes. terms of how far you may be overweight yes. for your yeah. body height, tight mass, what have you, and then sort of put together a plan. I thought, I thought that was just profound. It's fascinating that you said oh, that's, yeah. that's a, you know, that's, that's a first, pivotal step. Yeah. The first place, the first step is always with yourself. So the most important thing that anyone can ever do is know about their own body. Um, you know, I think that it doesn't happen enough. There could be so many things that health wise that could be prevented. If people just did even just one annual full panel that, um, know prevented from you know seriously could have been prevented if you had not done that you know um so i think it, every everything that you want to do is always best to research and, and find out about what it is that that's in your heart and what your needs and wants are and then you kind of build your life with that and you know it's like anything else um, if you want to go to college, you know, it's going to take work. It's going to take changing of your life. It's going to take sacrifice of time. You're going to have to juggle things. And some days you're not, not, you know, ah, oh, you know, I don't want to go to school today. Well, it's the same as the gym. I don't want to go to the gym today. <laughs> I'm tired, you know, but you know, you have to push through if you've got an end goal. So, but you know, everything starts with the individual. And so that is always, I always push that on people and to, to really, get to know their bodies and their, their needs and, um, be familiar with their, their, their health as well. Good deal. So how important is nutrition for losing weight and strength training and bodybuilding? What, what's the role of nutrition? That's like the $50 question. <laughs> I can, well, I can tell you that I am a very strong, very strong believer that healthy nutrition and physical activity, actually having your heart rate up for an extended period of time, whether it be just walking, it, you know, where you're at in your fitness journey is going to depend on what you do to have that, um, your heart rate elevate, but, you know, is to, um, push yourself in that aspect because and I, I really feel like it's the fountain of youth. One, you're going to become familiar with what it is that you're putting in your body. Nutrition is everything because again, it, I would even say that's more of a fountain of youth than, than the exercise portion, because you can go and exercise for two or three hours a day, even if you wanted to hardcore exercising and then drive out of the parking lot and go have McDonald's and take away everything you just did. 
It okay. will literally cancel out everything you just did, depending on what you do, how many more calories you're putting in and all this stuff. So the nutrition is really, truly where it's at. Um, it's so important. It's, it's everything. It is everything, whether you want to lose weight, whether you're wanting to advance in a sport, be more agility, uh, have more agility. Um, if you're wanting to build muscle, to be a bodybuilder, muscle definition, muscle growth. Um, you know, even if you're just wanting to be a professional yoga instructor, diet is everything to keep your body in check, whether it doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter what size, what body shape or size genetics or genetics. Okay. Not everybody's made to be the same size for one. So you can be in really good shape and still be a larger person but it's what you're putting in your body. You know, I'm take power lifters, for instance, you know, they're not the great, they're not the greatest at dieting. <laughs> right. Really. Okay. You have to eat, okay. they eat a lot of high calorie dense fatty calories. A lot of the times, uh, depending on who their coaches are and their program is, but um, they have to eat massive amounts. You know, they're eating pancakes, they're eating high fats because they have to have the fuel to burn, to push, to lift these, heavy, massive amounts of weight. Are they physically fit? Are they strong? Um, well, physically fit is one thing. Are they strong? Do they have muscle? Yes, they do. They're very strong. Are they very physically fit health wise? Not so much because it's the food, it's the diet, you know, and you've got some power lifters or strong man, even, um, that, um, have a very strict diet and they have a different route of going. Some of them eat nothing but pure, super healthy, clean foods, but large amounts. Some people need to eat extra calories. There's, there was a guy that ate like 10 or 12 Hershey candy bars a day, oh my goodness. but that's a different type of <laughs> athlete altogether compared to someone like, even like, like I would give an example. I was just watching um, a show a couple of days ago. I caught it on Netflix and I absolutely loved it. I fell in love with it. And it's a rapper that I, I like some of her music. Her name is Lizzo. I don't know if you know who that is. I'm familiar with her. But she has a show. And it said, I think I something um, running with the big girls or something. So, but she's looking for dancers. And so, but she wants dancers that look like her. So she wants plus size dancers. But I can tell you one thing, these girls exercise, they're, they're doing cardio, they're dancing, they're sweating, they're, you know, but DNA is depending on what you want to do in life again, and what your genetic makeup is, you may be really short and stout, you may be really tall and lean and lanky, and it may be really super hard to put muscle on. If you're short and more squatty, you're going to look more muscular faster. So there's all these different things, but you've got to eat to what you're wanting to do. Now, if you don't really care about nutrition or health, you eat what you want. And, you know, or if you, some people do, or they, they want to be a certain way or want to lose weight, but they want to have the same lifestyle and nothing changes if nothing changes, but you've got to make nutritional changes for anything to happen. Even if you don't even want to exercise, even if you just want to be a healthier individual altogether, um, You've got to change your diet and the nutrition is where it's at. I'm telling you, nature is, is so giving 
with what is on this planet and what it provides for us naturally, it's unreal. I mean, and it, it, it almost is heartbreaking because we've gotten so far away from just clean, clean, natural food. So, um, but yes, I, I'm, you, I can talk all day on the nutrition part because I get, I'm very <laughs> passionate about it because I, I, my natural instinct is I want to help people. And sure. so, um, you know, I'm very, very passionate about that. And I would like people to be healthier and live the lives that they want to, whether it be for longevity or lose weight or build muscle or whatever they, they want to do. But so you, nutrition so you, is going to be the source to power. <laughs> so that, that's good. Cause you're certainly making clear that being, there's a difference between being physically fit and being strong. So the one, there's one and two, they're not the same. No. And, yeah. No. Okay. And I mean, and, also... and there's, like I said, it's really not everybody's meant to be the same, you know? So I think that it's individually based on what you want to do. Um, you know, and it, people are all different types and sizes and shapes, and you have to have a certain type of body type to do well in a powerlifting um, meet. And some people are just genetically built. They're, they're broad in the shoulders. They're more squatty and they're able to lift heavier weights because of their genetic ability and their shape. Um, it's harder for someone that's really, really tall to be a power lifter because they have to move the weight even further <laughs> and it's harder on the back. So there's all different types and swimmers, you know, you get what I'm saying with this, but they, you know, swimmers have to eat for their specific body function, what they're wanting to do or what they need, the nutrition, nutrients they need to get power through their swim meets or whatever it may be. So food is power. Food is it everything. It truly, truly is. Now, don't get me wrong. I like a hamburger or I like the good stuff too. <laughs> Trust me. I will eat. I'm, I will eat. I eat a lot of food, but um, yeah, I like all the good stuff too. But I, what I do like more is feeling good every single day. That has become addicting to me. Once I got over the food portion and beat that, well, I don't say anyone ever has it beat because like I said, there are times where I'm like, man, I really want a piece of chocolate <laughs> or I really want a chocolate cake or I really want whatever it may be I'm craving. Um, you know, that's natural. But, uh, but once I, I, once I let go of the power that food had over me and think about how that, and it sounds, that sounds very interesting. What you're saying power is. over me, food, having power, food, over me. food has had a lot of power over me that I did not even realize that. I I needed to do things quicker and faster because I had too little children and I was running around here and working and going to school and um, then trying to lose the weight at the same time in my free time, which, you know, kind of an adult, well, you, you don't really have free time. It's just, <laughs> you're always adulting, <laughs> but, um, you know, I just would grab whatever, or I would say, Oh gosh, I'm, I've had such a hard week. I need a glass of wine or, you know, Oh, I'm just so stressed out. I'm just going to eat this chocolate cake. Cause it tastes so good. And it's just a food becomes, um, something that you give into a lot of times and everybody's guilty of it. Um, instead of, 
you know, saying limiting ourselves and really focusing on more about our health and nutrition. It's a, a, sometimes it's more about instant gratification and you're like, Oh, or something fast or something quick. And which everybody is, the world is so fast paced now. I mean, it's natural for everybody just to kind of, we're always working and the phones are with us 24 seven. And so I get it, but what happens is I gained all this weight and I was like, what is happening to me? And you didn't, I didn't realize that I was just allowing things to happen. It was me. Okay. It, what truly was me. I needed to make the decision to let go of the power that food could possibly have over me and shift my mindset and my energy in a different direction so that I could focus on the nutrition and health portion and have those meals ready and prepared for any time or whatever it may be. So, um, and once you, once I get past, you know, I kind of look back on it. I was like, man, I just, I really ate terribly <laughs> before. And I really didn't realize it. And most people don't realize how bad it is that, that they're eating. Um, because if everyone could track, you know, just immediately ordered something and there was a little thing that popped up and said, before you eat this, there's so much fat, there's so much this, it could have, you know, it's going to clog the arteries. It's going to, you know, almost like a, <laughs> an information for a, a new medicine that's out. Oh, it could have sure. this reaction. <laughs> so if it gave all these things, you know, if you're eating, say for instance, um, a cheesecake. Okay. And you're just having lunch. <laughs> But you're out with your friends and everybody's it's it's camaraderie thing and you know you just decide okay yeah you know what I'm gonna go ahead and order dessert it looks delicious I you know instead of saying whoa you know what I probably don't need that cheesecake it's delicious but it's more of a want than a need what I do need is to have more fruits and vegetables in my diet so it's it's kind of really like I want that but do I need that right now. I really need this instead. And just giving that power to yourself to make that decision in, in really finding that empowerment to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to skip that. And I'm, I'm going to focus on this and, you know, I can have, or give yourself, you know, depending on what you're wanting to do. Like for me, I have one cheat meal a week. That's it. Okay. Okay. But for someone else, like take, for instance, one of my clients, that's a weight loss client. Would I treat her like that or him right off the bat? No, because you can't just take everything away immediately. There's a process. So you've got to train yourself. Anybody's got to, you know, there's a system of learning everything in life, you know, how to learn to tie your shoes, how to your brain becomes familiar with things. And then it's an instant thing. So you've got to retrain your brain. So it takes time to do that. And people have got to remember that they need to give things time. It's not, nothing is with your body goals is instant, really not even surgery. So you've got to go through a process even just for, to have a surgery and to heal and everything. There's a, there's a give and take to everything. Right. So, um, but the food, you know, you just, you got to give people, if you, you know, say, Hey, I'm going to have one sweet thing a day. That's it. Just one, one item. Now, prefer, hopefully it's not like a whole, you know, when I say one item, not a whole cake <laughs> or a whole <laughs> bag of cookies. Right. You give Don't yourself one 
thing to look forward to all day, all day, you know, and I would say give, I wouldn't say get something right off the bat in the morning. I would say, wait and get, say, you know, I'm going to have it for dinner. I'm going to have a dessert every day with dinner or it, and some people it's salty things or some people it's sweet. So, but I would say, give yourself a goal each day to say, you're only going to have this one item and then everything else is going to be healthy options. So, but you'd be surprised how many small, tiny changes can add up over time, whatever, whatever it may be. You know, when you start small, you start one day at a time. I learned that really quickly that you've got, and almost sometimes you get, sometimes I'm like, man, I need to just get through this hour. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me the strength, Lord, to get through this hour. And I will, let me get this one down and then I'll get to the next hour. And, you know, but you got to prioritize and and schedule and and make the changes. And um, like I said, but, you know, everybody starts somewhere different. So it's, it's so hard to just give a one short answer to any question because people, everybody's different. Everybody's body digests food differently. Everybody's um, metabolism rate is different. So there's all these different things that come into play when they're trying to reach their goal. But um, again, you know, um, the food is everything. That's number one. I'll tell anybody that wants to change anything in their life, even if they just want to start, you know, looking younger and feeling younger, the food Food. will do that for you. Food will do it. So that raises a question because I just have to ask, you've got to tell me and this listening audience, what is clean eating? We've heard, I've heard that phrase a lot. I know others have, but trying to get a good answer has seems to escape us all. What is clean eating? So again, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's different for different people on different sure. levels or whatever sure. it is for me, clean eating. If I, in any of my, so if I were, if you were to come to me for a weight loss, okay. I would say, look, this is how it goes. I need to know what have you been eating? I need to know. And I ask for my people, give me a day or two of literally everything you've put in your mouth and ate, whether it's a drink, food, medicine, or whatever, what are you putting in your body? And I, it gets personal. I do get personal with my clients, but for me, I want to make sure that I'm giving them the information they need. That's going to keep them healthy and safe. And then depending on what our goal is, give them energy to push through what they need to with food. Okay. So, um, if someone's got high blood pressure, I need to know that I need to, or somebody's taking, a type of medication, um, that, that causes them to lose weight or causes them to gain weight or have water retention or whatever it may be. Um, we got to find out what the, what's all going in the body. Got okay? it. Now, when you find out what's going in the body, you kind of take a look and say, all right, well, here's your weight. Here's your age. Um, this is what you've been doing to your body. This is, you know, and I kind of find out What's your history like? What did, were you an athletic person? Did you ever play sports? Cause all these things come into play. Um, and you know, you got to know what people's ligaments are capable of doing. And then, so that kind of gives you an idea and it also gives you an idea, um, of how, um, what was the word I'm trying to think of, um, how flexible they are and how, um, 
how much agility they can put, they'll have because um, core balance and a lot of things are going to come to play. But if they've been an athletic person before people like that tend to pick up a, a lot faster um, or easier because it's, it's muscle memory, mind muscle memory right, right. connection, even as, even if they were athletic in, in high school. Okay. Uh, they get the gist. They know, okay. All right. I've been through this before. I'm going to sweat <laughs> and I'm going to feel like crap probably. <laughs> and I'm going to be hurting a little bit and out of breath. So, but they remember that, but you'll be surprised. Some people have never been athletic their whole life. And so the, I've had clients say, well, I want to work out, but I don't like, I, I, if I sweat, I'm, I can't sweat. And I'm like, well, how are you going to work out and not sweat? Right. <laughs> so, but people don't realize. So, um, you know, it just, it starts, you got to find out where they're at. Okay. Mentally, physically, um, find out what's going on in their lives. What do they do for a living? Um, how is this going to impact their schedule? And that's why I ask what they do for a living. Okay. That gives me an idea how busy they are and how much they can commit to. If someone's a, a neurosurgeon, um, you know, his, and he wants a full on diet plan and he's got these big aspirations for this bodybuilding show. Um, I may want to say, Hey, you know, prepare him a little bit differently. I don't, your schedule is really hectic. It's not impossible, but this is what it's going to have to take to be possible. So it kind of <laughs> gives you, um, put things in per, per perspective for your client. And these are things pe- anyone should kind of look at when they're thinking about taking on a body transformation goal. All these things that I'm talking about will play into them making a decision on what they want to do. Um, so you got to find out what they do for work. And, um, and then we kind of get a diet plan started for them. I find out if they have any health restrictions um, or if they're allergic to anything, because I don't want to put anything in their diet plan that's going to hurt them. Right. Or if there's anything they absolutely re- will refuse to eat. Some people hate shrimp. Some people hate, you know, bread, whatever it may be, (laughs) but, um, because I don't want to put something on there that they're just going to dread every single day to start out. So if you get with someone that gives you a diet plan that is so strict and hardcore from the very beginning run, because (laughs) I take off, huh? (laughs) It's, 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 you're, it's setting you up for failure. Okay. So when you decide to take on something like this, it's literally, we've got to start baby steps. And, you know, we have people that come to the gym and like I said, they'll, they'll say, I'm, I want to be a bodybuilder and they've never lifted a weight or played a sport or anything in their entire life. And it is, it is, um, now that is a big goal for anybody. It doesn't matter even if you, you've, you have been athletic or in your and you're currently in the best shape of your life. It does not matter. Bodybuilding is so hard. Um, but what happens is, is you've got to make clear that this doesn't happen overnight and we need to set small goals at first. So I tend to be a trainer that is very in touch with my clients. So I talk to my people all day long. And I tell them that from the, I, you have 24 hour access to me for the most part, unless I'm sleeping. <laughs> if I'm awake, which my hours, I'm usually up till 12 or one, um, every evening. And I'm up at six, five or six, depending on what I got going on. Um, 
every morning. So they have, it doesn't, a lot of times it doesn't matter where, if you work nights, if you work, you know, the third shift or whatever it may be, I'm usually able to get to you. Um, I don't sleep a lot, um, but that's also from training and just go, go, go all the time. But um, we've got to make clear that they've got to have just, let's get through today. Okay. Tell me how you've worked. How, how did you do today? And so, um, and if you get, if you can find a trainer that has the experience again, to go back to that and has the knowledge and has the system set up, that's going to meet your needs and, and, it, and, and then uh, go above those needs because you're not going, not always going to be familiar with the process that you're about to go through or attempt to go through. And even if you are familiar, you may not realize how difficult it may or may not be for you. So you've, you've got to have someone that's really going to be in tune with you. And, um, you know, I've had my, I have more success being attent- more tentative to my clientele than what I would say. And I, I, this is, I hate to say this because there's, there's different trainers for everybody, but for someone that's seriously wanting to make a change in their life, um, it's, it's more involved than just going to 24 hour fitness and having a trainer there. Right. Um, are they, are the trainers there credentialed? Yes, they're credentialed. Do they live the lifestyle? Eh, maybe not. You may run into your personal trainer at the bar down the street, three shades into the wind, eating hot wings and <laughs> whatever, you know, and, but you, if you really want to make a change, you need to look to someone that is living the life. Okay. That's important. I you think understand that's, that's because, because if you're there to just hang out and have drinks with your trainer, how is that helping you reach your goal? How is going with your trainer to eat pizza after a workout, reaching your goal? You need someone that is going to hold you accountable. And when you first start out, you need someone that is going to be there for you, even through your first day, your second day, your third, and so forth. And then you start to begin to get the hang of things because you've had someone check in on you throughout the day and give you, hey, good job. We got through this meal. Let's get this next one down. And, you know, I've literally talked to people all day long, just getting through their meals. Some people have four meals a day. Some people have six or seven a a day. It just depends on like each person, but, um, and then of course, just being a great support system. There's a lot of camaraderie that happens when you're trying to go through a body change. Um, your body changes. If you, if you follow the plan and you're with the right people and you've got the right people in your corner, um, your body starts changing. Um, some good, some you're like, whoa, what is happening? (laughs) So, um, there's all kinds of things we talk about, but we're very, like I said, I'm very, we're very personal because I have to know things about your body, what's going on. So we talk about it all. We talk about digesting food. We talk about your hunger pains. We talk about your bathroom issues. We talk about it all (laughs) because all that goes how your system is working. How are you cleaning your system out? How are you feeding your system? How successful are we? So 
That's good stuff. That yeah. is really good. I tell you, when my wife hears this particular episode, I, I'll probably be a client of yours. She'll be <laughs> like, it's time for you to hire Dana. <laughs> Stop trusting yourself. It's not working. <laughs> Let me pivot a little bit and ask you this question. You know, there's no shortage of supplements on the market. You know, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of stuff out there from shakes to I guess, meal, whatever. There's all kinds of supplements out there. What are your thoughts on supplements? Are they beneficial or not? Or, or just, does it, I guess, does it depend? Um, well, I'll say this. I think some people need vitamins. Okay. And now when you say supplements, you know, are some people you'll hear these people say, Oh, I, I have a, um, I have a fat burner. Can I drink that before my workout? And I tell them absolutely not. Hmm. I tell them absolutely not because again, food, I don't want to put anything extra chemicals, no matter what it, I don't want to put anything that we don't need. You don't need that. If you wanted to take a pre-workout, the reason is if you read the back of those, there's chemicals in those, there's preservatives, there's additives, there's color chemicals that have been added to have, give it color or flavor or taste. And you don't realize that you're putting these toxins back in your body. So I could easily prescribe you a pre-workout coffee, black coffee, or you can add a sweetener. To get the heart rate up, the caffeine. Okay. Coffee is a natural. <laughs> I'm all about natural. If you in clean eating, I'm telling you, uh, there's blueberries for for clarity and brain function. Um, you know, fish for leaning out. I mean, there's clean means clean. So I will push food all day long before I would push any supplement on anybody. Okay. That's, I think you that's can get important. the vitamins and nutrition that you need through food. That is very interesting because vitamins are selling like hotcakes. I mean, everywhere you go, there's a one a day or, I mean, it's for kids for by age group. And it's interesting yeah. here. You say, Hey, you know what? You can well, get that stuff from good food. It, you can get a lot now. Now I go back and say, when I started, I said, people, I think some people need vitamins. Yeah. And some people do. So some women need to take vitamin D because of um, bone density and and loss, bone density loss or whatever, you know, they want to keep their bones healthy. So I'm not saying no to vitamins. I'm saying no to sub enhancing supplements that, that like a GNC would sell you. Right. Okay. They'll go in there and they'll say, Oh yeah, this is brand new. This is going to give you a serious pump. It's going to help you burn calories. You don't need that crap. It's all Mm. crap. It's all, you don't need it. You need natural. Natural. There are natural ways to get the body going with with good food. That is interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about the the importance of properly using weights? (laughs) I've I've seen some videos recently on... I've seen some videos recently (laughs) of some really hilarious takes of what people are doing in the gym. And it's like, okay, I better get um, Dan on the way in on this, how to properly use weights. 
it's it's very important. I can speak to that personally because I actually live with a um, accelerated degenerative disc disease in my spine. So for someone like me to lift weights and to, to and to lift heavy uh, weights, you you you've got to learn the correct form. Even if you're not lifting heavy, um, it's it's so important. And, and not only that, I think that if you want to try to learn to lift weights, you really should. I mean, bodybuilders are really a great source to start. <laughs> um, I I don't think that you can, you know, and and you may be able. I would just find some find someone. You'll know you're doing it right when it's hurting not. And when I say hurting, I don't mean sharp pain. I mean, you're, you're on fire. You're burning. Okay. Okay. So, um, and, and I, that's kind of loosely even said too. I mean, form is obviously more than just feeling a burn, but what I mean by that is sometimes I, and I can speak to this from experiences. I've gone to a 24 hour fitness or a, a LA fitness and I've used trainers there and they're like, they show you how to do it. And then they hand it to you and say, okay. And then they kind of sit there and then they're on their phones or, um, talking to this trainer or doing something and they're, they're just letting you do your sets. That's not a trainer. Okay. That's, you don't want that. You'll one, if you're trying to burn muscle and, and lean and, and build shape and tighten, um, you need to know how to do it correctly. Otherwise muscles can actually, you can develop the muscle incorrectly. Um, you could have a lopsided shape. You could have, you could be a guy that has little sticks for legs and, and just big arms and no back or, you know, it's, you got to know what you're doing. You've got to know what you're doing. You don't want to get hurt. You've got to know the, the correct, having the correct form is going to prevent injuries. Now there's risk to everything. You know, sure, if sure. you playing golf, there's risk, you can hurt your shoulder or your elbow or, or your wrist, you know, teeing off. There's risk to everything you do. So nothing is 100% injury proof. But if you've, if you've learned the correct form and you've got someone that's there coaching you and teaching you how to exactly lift the weights correctly, then it's going to actually be healthier for you. You're going to, it's going to help you prevent injuries in the long run. Um, if you're wanting to continue the path and lift heavier and heavier, it may not be, you know, it may just be someone to have cardiovascular, um, heart rate increase. There's all different types of weight training to do, but either way, when you're pushing around weights or pulling or lifting, you want to make sure you're doing it safely and correctly. That makes For a sure. lot of sense. You probably shouldn't be trying to curl with one leg. I, I've seen a video <laughs> like that. <laughs> Someone trying to curl with one leg. <laughs> so yeah. obviously, Dana, you know a thing or two about transformation. It's obvious. You, you've shared so much with us, just a wealth of information uh, and knowledge, even dropped some key gems for us. But as you look back over your life and certainly your career as really training and, you know, transforming your body it sounds like you're saying there has to be a transformation in the mind yes as well that's it where really it does. starts that's where it starts that that's essential step one <laughs> step one is in the mind yes uh sounds like step two 
is actually go out and get a real trainer. Yes. If, if you're, if you feel like you're seriously, if you want to make a change, you're going to have to get with someone that knows what they're doing. They know what they're doing. You need some help. Yes. I think yes. is, is the bottom line. And that, and that help should be targeted. Someone who knows what they're doing and can help you reach the goal. Yes. I think and, that and, and, you're saying that. And education. Education. You need the yes. knowledge. Yes. To, to understand what this is, what it takes, and how to do it in a very clean way. That it actually is achievable to do this in a clean way. I thought I thought that was so important. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. us to hear. That, that well, very- I mean, you know, just make sure that you're with someone that has uh, asked them their background. Ask what they've done, because if you're serious about making a life change and you go to a gym and, you know, you're in there and the, they look like they just got out of high school and you're like, how long have you been doing this? And they say, oh, I just got hired last week. You probably don't want that type of person <laughs> to start your life transformation. So I would definitely make sure to, to educate yourself on that particular trainer and how they're going to help you meet, reach, how their background is going to help you reach your goal. That's Wonderful. so important. I got one final question for you. I ask this question of every guest on the uh, On The Spot podcast. So you're not the first to get this question. Uh, so <laughs> it won't be the last, but we want to hear this answer from you. If you could speak to the 21-year-old Dana, what, would, what advice would you give her? I would tell... <laughs> there's so many things that pop into my head. This is such an interesting <laughs> question and I absolutely love it. Um, you know, I, I think I would just say, I would just say, you just enjoy life. Do not waste a second being, you know, being sad, being negative, have love, have compassion, help people and just be a genuinely happy person and just enjoy it. Even, even enjoy the, the stress and the mess ups because life is beautiful. It's, it's wonderful. And you just, you got to live, you just got to live and, and give your best 100% every day. And you'll feel fulfilled. If you do that, if you give everything every day, there will be a fulfillment that you get from that. Um, and I would get, I, that's what I would tell them and tell myself, <laughs> them myself at 20, 21 year old and um i'm not sure i don't know if i would listen or not <laughs> not sure about that part but you at least give her that information that she needs to hear <laughs> yes i'm like girl you better get out there and get it go have fun go have enjoy life just enjoy be, enjoy love enjoy everything well that <laughs> is sound advice this has been an awesome time sitting down sharing with you it's been wonderful to just talk and hear from you and let you give us some knowledge, some gems. I'm confident you've helped other, other than myself. I'm confident you've helped many that in the listening audience. So when this airs and broadcasts, I'm sure that uh, many will be helped by what you share yeah. because it's important. I think body transformation is something we need to hear about with so many folks who, who are wrestling with this particular matter. It's good to hear from someone yeah. who's an expert in this area and can give us some information that not only we need to consider, but to help us sort of put together a plan, a map of how we need to proceed. So we want to thank you so much 
for taking some time out of your busy schedule to come on the spot with us and hang out with us. And we've been <laughs> excited uh, for that. And uh, I didn't even tell the listening audience, but you were out competing recently. And so you, you were out <laughs> on was, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> making it happen, just making it happen. And so I was back out here, it, back home when you told me you were headed out cheering like out Let's go up there. Let's down and go up there and represent, man, and, and knock this out of the park. <laughs> I, t- I took all the trophies home. <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. Hard Thank work so pays much. off. <laughs> Thank you. Well, and then I ate a bunch of and then I ate a bunch of cakes and cookies and ice cream. And <laughs> you earned it. You like, I, I earned, earned this. <laughs> I earned it. I earned it. <laughs> Well, this has been wonderful. And as always, to the on the spot audience, until I get a chance to speak with you again, I'll see you around like a donut. Take care. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye.